things. Most of all, I wanted to help them plan their prosperity. Call me at 405-329-8884 or dmwealth.com. Zero. When deep to left center field, that ball is way back, and that ball is history. A two-run homer for Marcus Simeon. It's five-nothing Rangers in the ninth. A blistering line drive that never came down in left center field. Two balls, two strikes. Spores kicks and fires. He struck him out looking. It's over. It's over. The Rangers have won the World Series. Ranger fans, you're not dreaming. The Rangers are the World Series champions. After 52 years in Texas, 63 years of the franchise, the wait is over, and the celebration has begun. But I'd also say that uh, all the OU fans that are there, maybe about 95% of them didn't go to college at OU but 100% of the OSU fans are here in my town. All of them went to OSU. So we have a little, we're a little bit more loyal and true at our fan base here, but you know, they're just a bunch of bandwagoners for sure. You love, you love to see them. Thank you, Dalton Cooper. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Somebody had to make Somebody this had interesting, to, yeah. right? Thank you, Dalton Cooper. Left tackle. Let's see. He's going to be, uh, and he's been good. You heard uh, Dave Huntiker mention him a couple of times. He's uh, He's been good for him this year. Uh, he's, it's going to be his job to keep uh, Ethan Downs and Adepudju Adibawa Ray and R. Mason Thomas. And Man, Trace that just flows off Ford. your tongue now. Oh, yeah, I got it down now. Trace Ford away from his quarterback. Uh, what kind of a day do you uh, think Trace Ford I'm not talking about how's he going to play, just what's it going to be like for him Saturday? Well, I'm sure he'll be fired up. I'm I'm sure, you know, emotions will be running a little bit higher for him than most people in that locker room, even though they'll be fired up with it being Bedlam and OSU and everything. But uh, there'll be an extra uh, tick uh, there with him and his heartbeat and um, – 
I don't think it'll be like, man, I used to be on that other side. I think it's going to be like, hey, let's go get these dudes. What's it going to be like toward him on Saturday? Um, A lot of booze. Booze? Yeah. I don't think that's what it's going to be. You don't think so? Mm, Am I, I being think, too polite? Is that what you're I saying? Booze or what he's gonna hear? <laughs> um, booze that uh, that rhyme with uh, bleep use? Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. Well, I was trying to be, be polite some there. Creativity. But, yeah. I'm sure they'll work in some creativity, but uh, yeah, uh, not, he will be not their favorite person in the uh, uh, stadium tomorrow. No, or Saturday. Enemy number one. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, the ideal storyline for this game is Oklahoma wins by 1,000. The second ideal, most ideal storyline for this game is that Oklahoma wins it on a Trace Ford pick six. <laughs> he almost had one of those earlier this oh, year. Oh, that would be tremendous. Wouldn't that be Although that sounds like a lot of drama playing out to the end, and that uh, sounds a little nerve-wracking. I know, nerve too close. I know, so, too yeah. close. Yeah, 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 I'm just saying. If they don't win by a thousand, that would be the best possible way this game goes on Saturday. Oh man, I can't wait. I, you know, I don't. Somebody asked me how I feel. I don't. I don't know. I don't ever really get good feelings or bad feelings. I get so all you know worked worked up about the broadcast that I I don't really know who's going to win the game and who's not going to win the game. I hope they play well. I think the you know the the interesting thing, maybe the hopeful thing. Coming off last week is that Ollie Gordon is really, really, really good. But I think the Oklahoma State offense might line up with the Oklahoma defense pretty well. I said that backwards. I think the Oklahoma defense is pretty well equipped for what Oklahoma State does. I think. I might regret saying that, but I just, I mean, my amateur assessment is the quarterback's not a threat to really hurt you in the run game, and the pass game is not, you know, I think they can defend their receivers one-on-one quite a bit. I think Oklahoma's corners are good enough to defend their receivers. Presley's fast. He worries me. And Johnson's big. Leon Johnson. Uh, So, but... I don't know. I, f- I feel okay about that matchup. I, Ollie may go for 250, and I eat my words, but hmm. we need Stutzman to play. I don't know if he's playing. Yeah. I don't know if Tawi's playing. There's just a lot of unknown. A lot of unknowns, and it does sound like you know that the defense knows contain this dude, and we should have a good day. But, yeah, but typically when it seems that simple, thing. I was going to say, it's typically when it seems that simple, it's not. Yeah. The day plays I out mean, a you lot know, differently. Every, every one of at least their last three opponents since Ollie started to emerge has said that. Right, exactly. And not been, and able, not been to. able to do it. Yeah. And, I mean, so that just speaks to how good he is and how good their offensive line has been the last three games or so. We do know they won't have Reggie Pearson for the first half. Because of a uh, joke. That was a joke, man. To me, like I, I don't think we ever discussed this. No, let's discuss it. One, you gave yourself up late. Nobody expected you to slide at the goal line like that. And two, 
I think he was twisting off trying to avoid it. I would like the head of referees to sit down with that film and explain to Reggie Pearson what he could have done better. How he could have done anything differently or better, yeah. A quarterback running toward the goal line, what in the world could he have done? There has to be... Football common sense? Yes. You have to let them play the game to a certain degree. And that was one of those that, yeah, like you have to have common sense come into it and say he wasn't targeting. There was no intention there. Whoever, who would have ever have thought he would slide where he, where he did? Like no one would have thought that. You think he dives forward into the end zone. That's, that's 99 there's out a, of 100 times, and he's the one that didn't. There's a difference between an unintentional accident, a happenstance, and negligence. Correct. You That's know, a much better way I'm to not, put it than I'm I I'm not even saying intentional. Like, I, there are sometimes targeting should be called, and y- it wasn't intentional. You were just negligent. Like, you know you shouldn't have hit him there. You had time to do this. or you should, you should. Maybe you didn't mean to, but you got to be better. You know what the rules are. This was unintentional happenstance. And there's nothing else he could have done, but anyway. Uh, Reggie Pearson, no first half, which I assume means Key Lawrence in that spot. <laughs> that breaking news on mine and Toby's opinion there brought to you by Wagner's Heating and Air. Yep. We just now got to the discussion of that, that play uh, f- four days later. So. You want to talk about the UCF game now? <laughs> uh, we got college football. We got football tonight on, on the tube. Big 12 game, TCU at Texas Tech tonight. Um, you know how TCU got to Texas Tech? How they got to Texas Tech? Yeah. What do you mean? How did they get to Texas Tech? It's an easy question. Uh, bus? Yeah. All roads go through Lubbock. Oh, so okay. that, they took one <laughs> of those I thought you were like, I thought this roads. was some, uh, like... Uh, crazy answer that I was uh, missing no, out on. No, I'm just being a smart aleck. Oh, gotcha. Wake Forest at Duke tonight, too. Pretty good game. NFL tonight, Titans, Steelers. By the way, speaking of the Big 12, any team in the Big 12 over the next four years that you would like to know their schedule? Because I got it all. The Matrix came out yesterday. The Big 12 released a Matrix. Yeah, I, I glanced down at that matrix, and then I just glanced away. So I didn't care enough yesterday to study it. Um, but, I mean, if you want to give the OSU fans out there that might be listening. I don't want to give any of them. I'm okay, curious. Well, don't. Like, the ACC did it a couple of days ago, and the Big 12 did it. The ACC released the next seven years, and the Big 12 released the next four years. What is this? Why are we why, releasing why, more than so one many, year at a time? Especially when so much shifts within the last every two years or so, it seems like over the last decade, really. Seems a little cool. silly. It's a matrix. I yeah. like to make a matrix. <laughs> Titans at Steelers tonight in the NFL. Thunder lose last night. Blew a huge lead. That one hurt. They were up 19 after the first quarter. And it got away. SGA had a three-point try at the buzzer to win it. Missed it. 
well, close to the buzzer anyway. They ended up fouling McCollum. 110-106 the final. Your Dallas Mavericks still unbeaten, TJ. What a time to be TJ Perry, ladies and gentlemen. What a time. His Rangers are World Series champions. His Dallas Mavericks have started the season with lighter-legged Luka, undefeated, 4-0, one of only two remaining undefeated teams in the NBA. And his Ohio State Buckeyes, the Stop. number one team <laughs> in the first BCS rankings. What a time, TJ. Uh, oh, and Dallas it. Cowboys are pretty Dallas good. Dallas Cowboys are pretty good this year. I'll just, I'll just be greedy now and take all of them. Give me a national title for the Sooners. Yeah. Give me a, uh, you know, we joked earlier about Porter having a team that uh, obviously the way final you described four, them is going to play in the Final Four. So give me that. Uh, give me Omaha. Give me a NBA championship. Give me the stupid in-season tournament that they're going to play. And eh, let's not wish for too much with the Dallas Cowboys. I won't go that far. But give me all the rest of that. Hey, oh, you softball fans, did you notice TJ did not say anything about wanting you to win the national championship this <laughs> a year? Softball, go grab you another Isn't one. Yeah, that Go grab you another Patty. one. I didn't, didn't mention Isn't women's basketball. Women's basketball, go win you one. Go win you one, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll be greedy. Mm-hmm. Have you honed in on a uh, 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 Ref Royal Rumble pick yet this week? I I've start- already ma- I made men on like Tuesday this week. I thought about it yesterday, and I started to ask him, and then it got um, – Got too close to game time, and I'm like, I don't want him to have to look through this right now. So we'll just, I'll hit him up today. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna give you some odds right now. Okay. Tonight, Tech a three point favorite at home over TCU. Saturday, just games of note here. Uh, Ohio State eighteen and a half at Rutgers. Nebraska's a three point favorite at Michigan State. Did you know if the Nebraska Cornhuskers win that game, they will be bowl eligible? Bowl eligible, yeah, that'll put them at what, six and three? Did yeah. you know that Nebraska has a chance to go to the Big Ten championship game if they finish strong? Oh, really? I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I hadn't looked closely enough at the standings oh, to know oh, that. Oh, uh, what's his name's doing a job up there? Matt Rule, yeah. Yeah, that's his name. He's a good coach. Um, Florida, five and a half point favorite over Arkansas. The game is in the swamp. Mm-hmm. Ole Miss, Texas A&M. We played that Lane Kiffin sound yesterday, taking shots at Jimbo. Uh, the Rebels, a three and a, a three point favorite over the Aggies. That's come down some. I'm so glad I made my pick early because this game has dropped below the upset line. Texas now only a four and a half point favorite Ooh. over K State. Oh, that's. Wasn't it six and a half or seven? That's a big it was drop. Five and a half when I picked them for the upset. Okay. Oh yeah, I've got it right here. Opened at six and a half, so yeah, it's come down two points. Notre Dame favored by three at Clemson. Already four losses for Dabo. Tyler from Spartanburg, not happy. I didn't mention this yesterday. Somebody wrote a story. They they found they tracked down Tyler, who who called into the Dabo show. You uh-huh. know that. They tracked him down, and they interviewed him, and they wrote a story about him. Did you read this? No, I didn't know this. The Athletic or something like that. Tyler's mom got on to him. (laughs) That's just like around here. Tyler is actually 29 years old (laughs) and was in the Marines. And his mom called and got on to him for being disrespectful. 
to the head coach of the Clemson Tigers. Wow. And he apologized. He came out and apologized and said, I didn't handle that well. I shouldn't have been so aggressive. I have some questions. But he basically said, like, Dabo's right. I I shouldn't have asked that. So this is going to end up Dabo reaching out to him. He's going to end up on the sidelines with, like, some big uh, celebration for being a military guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, This is going to work out great for Tyler. uh, (laughs) Tyler, He's a star. Yeah. He did not give his last name because he's been receiving, apparently, a lot of hate (laughs) from Clemson fans. You know how this goes, TJ. They're having a bad season. Half the fan base is mad at Dabo. Half the fan base is supporting the guys. And so Tyler has become the face of the enemy. Oh, absolutely, yes. Yeah. I'm oh, sorry. Continuing with the odds here. Utah, 11.5 point favorite at home over Arizona State. Uh, undefeated Air Force plays Army this week. Air Force by 18.5. Cincinnati hosting UCF. The Knights are road favorite in that game by three and a half. Fourth-ranked Florida State, 21-and-a-half point pick at Pitt. Uh, Houston and Baylor. Baylor, three-and-a-half point favorite at home. Bedlam at five-and-a-half now, Teach, so it's down a point. OU by five-and-a-half. Georgia, 15-and-a-half point favorite over Missouri. I'm done saying that's too many points for Georgia. I've said that twice this year, and they covered both times. Your Tulsa Golden Hurricane favored by three and a half at home over Charlotte. Um, <clears throat> scrolling, scrolling. West Virginia favored by 10 at home over BYU. Iowa, a good game here. Iowa State, two and a half point favorite at home over Kansas. Washington, three-point favorite at USC. And here's the last one. Alabama, only a three-point home favorite over LSU. Now that a couple of these has dropped below five, not a, UCLA, three-point not a favorite great day that I'm seeing for picks. So you guys did the right thing of getting in early, that's for sure. How has the Pistol Pete and Thune at Noon show gone this, year, this week? Um... After he came out, and I assume Parker has outed him for his rumble pick early in the week. I don't know if he has or not because they swapped yesterday. Uh, Parker was in because he went and spoke at your class. So he, him and Josh swapped yesterday. Have they been on since Mike made that pick? He made it on Monday, didn't he? Monday so, or Tuesday. Yeah, he may have been called out on the air. I haven't heard that if that's the case. But, yeah, Parker wasn't with him yesterday. So um, I don't know if he's taking too much heat over it or not. Mm. So. The veteran broadcaster, Mike Steely, uh, TJ calls him Mike. Mike. Mike! Uh, has picked Oklahoma State to cover and upset this week. On the home of Sooner fans. <laughs> we'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. T-Row in the Morning Show, this hour brought to you by RK Black, your office management leader, fax printer, copier, document management, 405-943-9800 or rkblack.com. 
Thank you to Sports Tune. Somebody has just tagged me in their cartoon from last night of John Smoltz. Uh, here's his uh, Sports Tune. <laughs> if not for all the runs the Rangers have scored, Arizona would be winning this series. Hang on for Game 7, Diamondback fans, you beautiful people, you. <laughs> <laughs> he said the other night, too, after Game 3, when the Rangers won Game 3, he said, uh, that uh, loss means more is more positive for the Diamondbacks than the win is for the Rangers. Because the Diamondbacks <laughs> are going to grow from this. Oh, that's great. That's great. Look at this booth, Joe. Uh, do you remember our booth in Texas and how bad it sucked? We were so far away, we couldn't see anything. This is beautiful here in Arizona. Never seen a greater booth in my life than the one here in Arizona. <laughs> I will back him up on this. The one in Texas is a mile, <laughs> it's a away, mile from the away field. It is yeah. far. Um, my apologies to Brian S. too, and thank you to Sean for catching this. Sean texted me and said uh, the 26th was not on a uh, Saturday. It was like a Thursday. When I look back at the calendar, we're in November. I was looking at November's calendar. So he uh, was in he's on Thursday at 629 in the morning. He had he the pick? Chargers on the 26th. So he okay. was in last week and this week. Brian S. is in in time. He's taking the Steelers. I love it when our – that's tonight's game. When our callers look out for each other, TJ. That's touching. Thank you, Sean, for That's a good catch Brian when I just say S. something S. like that back. and someone thinks he's wrong on his dates. But, yeah, I looked back and forgot that the calendar had I flipped in November. I think a lot of people listen to us just waiting for us to make <laughs> a mistake so they can pounce. I know Kurt <laughs> does that. Drake does that. Oh, Kurt. Thank you for the text last night, Kurt. I know that was hard to send. What As an A's fan, uh, he despises the Rangers, almost like I do Houston. And uh, he said, I hate to admit it, but I kind of liked this team watching them through this run. And uh, he sent his congratulations, and I know that was hard on him. So I like this team, too. They're a fun team. you got to love uh, the grumpy old manager who knows what he's doing. Um. They, uh, uh, Adolis Garcia's fun, Seeger's fun. Uh, the only thing bad about them is that they have Texas across their chest. Right. I just have to wash my eyeballs out every time I watch them play. Just imagine it's just Rangers across the chest. It'll help you. Well, when they do wear that, or just the one, like last night they had the one where, no, they had Texas last night, didn't they? The one with the T on the chest. Uh huh. Um, then I can stomach it better. Um, do you need me to you get your world championship shirt? The one that just says Texas real big across the no. front of it? Okay. No. Uh, Shannon 41 would like the New Orleans Saints in King of the Mountain. Shannon 41. Okay. Lisa in Norman is going Saint as well. L-E-E-S-A. That's right. Got it. We had Smoltz on mute listening to Nadell on the Ranger Radio broadcast, just now, like we listen to Toby and Teddy every week away and at home. I had thought about it last night because of the way it was going. But why then, did you do it the whole playoffs? Um, well, I didn't know he was going to irritate me the way that he did. Come on, dude. He's, he's 20 games into this thing. <laughs> I don't you're, know. Uh, you're, last you're night I thought about it, and then I'm like. listening. La- last night I thought, no, I can't do that because I haven't done that. That'll throw something off. I was very oh happy gosh. for Nadell. I love the call. Um for him to get this and what probably was his last year and all the health problems he's had this season and mm-hmm. the struggles and you hear the voices you know going on him a little bit so I was happy for him special yeah 
not happy enough to listen to him, but happy. I apologize. I did play their fight song when Hunzi came on. Um, let me get past the Hunzi irritates me text here and see if there's any more picks. Come on. Uh, <laughs> uh, McCade would like the Browns. McCade's whipping a lot of you people, and uh, McCade's uh, young, guys. Uh, so the, the, uh, oh, really? The teenagers. You know McCade? I know McCade. He's, he's taking a lot of you out and still on this mountain. So, uh, this How about this one from Large William? Dave was engaging and nice. Thanks for having him on. Thank you, Large William. <laughs> Huntsiker's radio call will probably go like this. Ta-wee-wee-wee cries all the way home after this bedlam loss. Is this the same person every day? No, it's not. No, different people? They're different people. That one's from OUT. I did it to myself. I did it to myself. Uh, If you say something stupid, you've got to wear it. And I said something stupid. I don't think it's stupid. I actually think the people love it, and that's why it's getting so much play. I think it's stupid. What do you think, Joel? And Toby Rowland, exactly, you're exactly right. <laughs> Thank you, Joel. Joel agrees. Ross 8 on the way uh, would like the New Orleans Saints. Mm-hmm. We've got Steve and OKC taking the Browns. Got it. Uh, Jeff from OKC says, I actually like hearing the opposing play-by-play guy, but I don't like hearing the other team's fight songs before they come on. That's on you. That's on me, and I started that tradition probably 20 years ago. I, a long time ago, so I've been doing it for years. And, uh, tip of the cap. Tip of the cap. It's a tip to, of the cap, yeah. You know, it happens a lot of times when I go on other radio stations, they'll play Boomer Sooner or whatever. So a little, a little uh, respect. Uh, Dave is a great radio caller. Do I enjoy his calls? No, but he is a cowboy legend. That's from Sooner CB. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the voodoo and lucky charms TJ used for the Rangers lets uh, lets me know he is SEC ready. <laughs> yeah. Well, I wouldn't go that far. You've got to be willing to go on the road to support your team to be SEC ready. And TJ is not there yet. But... Um, you took a step forward. Uh, I agree with TJ on the nicknames for Bixby and Jinx. Go Owasso Rams. <laughs> <laughs> There's a rival. Uh, uh, how does the Texan know so many of these Oklahoma mascots? Well, I've been around for a little while, and I did go to high school here for a few years, so mm. I don't know all of them uh, like, I, like a lot of you do, but I did pretty well, I thought. Uh, he is, he is uh, to the texter's point, he is a Texan through and through, <laughs> loves all things Texas. All things, yes, all things Texas. So much so I left us and came back here as quick as I could. Absorbed a little bit of Oklahoma information over the last, how many years have you lived here now? Uh, like total in my life, more yeah. in Oklahoma than Texas. Oh, I know, what's the number? When did you move here? High school? Before high school? Ninth grade. So you would have been like 15, 14, 15 years old. And left in 90. Oh, gosh. Now we're five. Never mind. I didn't know it was going to be complicated. <laughs> BK, BK wants the Saints. here for decades. Yes. BK wants the Saints. Moved back permanently in 01, end of 01. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you guys talked about Coach Knight yet? Yes. Yes. Played a couple of clips. 
Yeah, I'll tell you a story about Bobby before we go to break. I've told this before, but I know we got a lot of new listeners. When I went to high school in Indiana, Steve Alford was from our high school, Newcastle. And he was on, that was the time he was on the Indiana basketball team. They, they won the national championship in 87, I think, right? Is that right? 87? That sounds right for them. So that was that team. It was the Keith Smart uh steve alford team uh really good so they for an exhibition play used to play a lot more exhibition games back then i feel like anyway bobby would always take his team not i guess not always but in this case he took his team to the hometowns of his seniors okay so they played an exhibition game in newcastle preseason exhibition game scrimmage against each other in newcastle before the season started because Steve was a senior that year and they're scrimmaging up and you know place is packed right Indiana basketball's Oklahoma football in that part of the country Bob Knight's the coach this is the height of Indiana basketball mania this is they love Bobby Knight okay he's already won them national championships he might be the best coach in the country Indiana's ranked number one or up there close the place is packed Standing room only, 10,000-plus people in my high school gym, and Indiana scrimmaging. Now, we have a tartan floor, TJ. Do you remember these tartan basketball floors that were all the rage for a while? Kind of a rubberized oh, material? The, yes, yes, yes. Uh-huh. Okay, not hardwood. Kind of would bounce on it as you went across the court. Yeah. yeah. I, does anybody use those anymore? I think they've pretty much There's some old gyms you know, that haven't replaced uh, uh, floors very rare, but we we were like cutting edge high school. We were like one of the first ones to get this new cutting edge tartan floor. All right. So we have it. It's nice. It's a 10,000 seat arena. It's unbelievable. They're scrimmaging. Steve Alford steals the basketball. And Bobby Knight blows his whistle and immediately stops the scrimmage. And he goes over and he, he uh, gets a Sharpie from the scorer's table, brings it over to the spot where uh, Steve Alford stole the basketball and has a microphone with him and tells Steve, I want you to sign that spot on the floor because that's the first time in your career you've ever played defense. (laughs) So Steve gets everybody laughs. You know, they're going crazy. He gets down and he signs our – Spar- our, our our floor, tartan floor. Tartan? Is that the right word? Sounded funny when I said it that time. I think that's what it's called. Bobby Knight then autographs it right by Steve. So there's a spot on the floor where Bobby Knight and Steve Alford's autographs are. And then they finish the scrimmage. And then afterwards, of course, they cut that they cut that out of our court and put it up on the wall. And uh, I, guess, I don't know how you replace it. They did something to replace it. But anyway, that was a fun memory. Break time, 8.38. We'll be back. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. So we got some more details coming out about this uh, Big Ten uh, conference call, I guess, they had with the commissioner, TJ. Uh, Wednesday night, last night. Uh, This is per 
uh, on three, I believe is who this is. Big, big, ten, big Ten coaches met via video call Wednesday and discussed the ongoing situation at Michigan. Pete Thamel, ESPN, reported late Wednesday night. During the conversation, the coaches called on the conference and Commissioner Tony, Tony Petiti to take action. Wolverines coach Jim Harbaugh was on the regularly scheduled 90-minute call but hung up after the normal business to let the others freely discuss the situation in Ann, in Ann Arbor without him. I can't read. Thamel reported that multiple coaches urged Petiti to take action during the intense and emotional conversation, which lasted about an hour after Har- Harbaugh hung up. Quote, collectively, the coaches want the Big Ten to act right now, a source told Thamel. What are we waiting on? We know what happened, end quote. We know what happened, but there has to be more of a process, so I get the position that they're in. Uh, and it's unfortunate, like because like I said, it'll be months to years later that something comes down from it. But um, I can understand their anger. I definitely get the anger. Is there more? I mean, do we not already have proof here? Yes, hasn't I think the, in your eyes and my eyes, done yes. The research for the NCAA. I already? suppose, but don't you have to do your own? You can't just say, "Well, this is what Pete Thamel said," or you know. McMurphy or whoever it may be. Yeah, I mean, okay, you call the ticket offices then and say, is that right? And right. And say, yep. Right. And, and the commissioners and uh, the NCAA uh, conference commissioners, they all seem to take a lot longer in <laughs> figuring these things out. Like no, uh, their investigations right. take way longer than necessary. Like how many times have we sat here and said, why is this just now being ruled on? We all knew this back in you know 2003. So, it's 2012 now. I don't think they're going to rule on it this year either. But if they did, what would they do? Well, I I would say they would suspend him for the rest of the season, that he would not be allowed to coach. Stallions or Harbaugh? Harbaugh. I would say the whole staff. Is that it? Like, I don't know. Do they have the power to take the program away for the year? I mean, you can't just give all the other no. teams automatic wins, so it would be the coaching staff that would have to go. Can you, can you, like, all the games that you can prove this year that they vacated did this wins? for, you vacate those wins, and thus they're out of national championship contention. Oh, I suppose you do that. That could be done immediate, and then maybe he still coaches out the rest of the season, and you say maybe there's a punishment for him too, but you know what the other Big Ten teams are wanting. They're wanting them to not be able to win the Big Ten. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So maybe that's the best course of action is they vacate those wins and say, We we know you did this throughout some of these games. Going forward, you will be monitored, but you are vacating these wins. So that's probably the best route to take because that would appease the other coaches and programs and saying, All right, they can't play for a Big Ten championship. They're not going to be in the playoffs. Um, it's as as much as we could ask for at this point. Here's the problem for the Big Ten. It's a massive chunk of money for you to have a college football millions of dollars that you're losing out on. Absolutely, six million. But doesn't it put you still got programs in position to be there though? Yeah, Ohio State, Penn State. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they'll probably have one. Maybe they could have had two though if Michigan's not. I don't know. 
right, bring me another bowl of popcorn, TJ. I can't get enough. Speaking of food, before we get a break, so Jenny and Chloe are going to see her sister for Thanksgiving. So I'm going to be here for Thanksgiving and uh, going to have Thanksgiving with my family. My family lives around here. My mom and dad, the sister, my brother, their family. Right, right. So I'm having Thanksgiving with them at, I think, my sister's house, one of their houses anyway. So, you know, um, like during the pandemic and even on since then, TJ, I've become quite the chef, quite the cook. You know, I talk about it all the time on here, all the fabulous meals that I make. <laughs> right. So I'm excited about, you know, uh, I'm, I'm going to get to – now, what am I going to make for Thanksgiving, right? So I reach out, hey, I'll be there Thanksgiving. What do you guys want me to bring? Just let me know. I'm on it. And I finally got word last night of my assignment, TJ. I am to bring uh, the two liters of pop. <laughs> you, you bring you bring the Coke, uh, mm-hmm. Coca-Cola and the Dodger pepper. Yeah. We don't trust you with anything else. I mean, obviously mm-hmm. your dad's already got the pies taken care of. Dad's cobblers, got the pies. Cobbler, cobblers, whatever it is. Cobblers, yeah. yeah, Dad's got the cobblers, and obviously all I can be trusted with are the Cokes. <laughs> <laughs> so you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to make my own like Thanksgiving meal so I have leftovers back Here comes Toby with his Thanksgiving meatloaf. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to believe what three pieces put up last night, and I made it for Thanksgiving. Elk venison stew. That's not, I don't make any sense. We'll be back. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by RK Black, a leading provider of office technology solutions for small and medium-sized businesses. Call 405-943-9800 or visit rkblack.com.